0: Welcome to Welcome to the Hallwell Manor. I'm Max and I'm Tina, and we're here to discuss season four, episode four of Charmed.
1: Enter the demon.
0: Uh, uh, okay, okay.
1: I have I have two like first lines I was gonna say when we started the podcast. I'm just gonna say them both.
0: Was one of them? Does Alyssa Milano not care for coworkers like her? Because dear God,
1: no. Okay, that relates to what I was gonna say though, which is. Prue may be dead, but the spirit of astral projection lives on. Because this episode was so bad. I was so embarrassed I wanted to leave my body.
0: Okay, okay, so...
1: And not bad like, oh, this is a bad episode. Bad like, Alyssa Milano, what are you doing? I'm so embarrassed for you right now.
0: Like, I know Paige hasn't been in the show that long, so there's not been like... A lot of time to build up her characteristics and her mannerisms and whatnot but you do a body swap episode and Aly- Alyssa milano does her one character acting thing which is baby voice and i was just thinking the whole time about that passage you read uh from rose McGowan's book uh-huh. about how much she hates baby talk when it's not directed at babies and i'm like this just
1: it's not and that's not like, that's not how Rose McGowan acts. Like, Alyssa Milano's take on Paige is reflective of nothing that we've seen of Paige. It's a body swap episode, y'all. Yes. And, and Rose McGowan's take on on Phoebe was decent. Yeah,
0: and granted, you know, she's had three seasons to draw upon when she's doing this take on Phoebe. And, she, you know, Paige has only been here for three episodes. But Paige doesn't talk, doesn't use baby talk at all. Like, like
1: what, what, what is even happening? I got to say, I have been a fan of Alyssa Milano for a long time. Like, as... Maybe not so much as an actress, but like...
0: As an activist?
1: As an activist. As a businesswoman? Mm. Like, she... I don't know if you know this, but... um, One of the things she does, like one of her big businesses, is she does an apparel company that makes sports fan gear... That's cute for women so that, like, you have yeah. something cute instead of, like, a giant oversized jersey. Yeah. If, if that's your fashion sense, which, you know, it is for her. And she loves baseball. And she wanted cute jeans with, like, the baseball patch on the ass. So she was like, be the be the cute baseball assed jeans you want to see in the world. hmm <clears throat> But now having read Rose McGowan's book, and, and don't get me wrong, and we are definitely going to talk about this on the Patreon... I was actually taking notes about it right before you came in, and we're ready to record. Um, Don't get me wrong, Rose McGowan is...
0: Problematic.
1: Oh, yes, she's problematic. But she's also extra. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say extra. But having read her book, I'm like, man, I like you so much. I'm, I'm in this weird feud that I made up in my head based on watching the two of you interact on screen. I am so on Rose McGowan's side having read her book.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: It's why I want to talk to you about it and why I want to put it up on the Patreon for our listeners, because having, having read it, it colors literally everything I see Rose McGowan do now.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not, I said it like it was her being malicious. I don't necessarily think that her doing Paige's baby voice is malicious per se. Like it, 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 I, I think it is just kind of what Alyssa Milana defaults to when she's not being just baseline Phoebe.
1: Uh-huh. Like
0: when she character acts, like when she got reduced to being a child, or when she's a mermaid, or the, like whenever she's something that's not just regular Phoebe, she tends to do baby voice,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is not great.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just a little like preview of like. Rose McGowan's book so that people understand what's going on in my head as I'm watching this when she was 12 she was a runaway and like living on the streets and she became like a homeless club kid she would like go to the clubs every night and do this like wild makeup like a really intricate checkerboard on her face or like spider webs or whatever and she would just go to the clubs and get given speed and just dance all night and i'm like i don't know i i see that i i I see this 12 year old girl in my head and i'm just like i just want to protect you from this terrible impression Milano is doing of you
0: (laughs) so i think we might have jumped the gun in calling the two-parter cole thing from last season the pinnacle of i want to be buffiness of charmed because this episode opens with... Wait,
1: but I'm sorry. Can I cut you off? Yeah. Uh, okay, before we get into that, I wanted to start the other thing I was going to open with.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: Uh, so this episode is called Enter the Demon, which is a takeoff on the Enter the Dragon because there's, like, martial arts stuff in here. And I just love the little trivia factoids that ha- that appear in, um, in the fandom wiki for Charmed. And, and, you know, it's the kind of things on IMDb, too. It's like, There's a little trivia thing that's like, even though this episode is called Enter the Demon because of the pun, the only demon who appears in this episode is Cole. And I'm like, I feel like that trivia note is throwing shade on uh, the writers of this episode, and I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, this episode has some, uh, it has some issues.
1: Yes. Speaking of the writers, by the way, we don't really talk about who wrote each individual episode anymore, and... But I had to look it up for this episode because so much feels so out of character for everybody. I was like, is this someone who only wrote a single episode of Charmed and I had to check into it? Nope. Nope, nope. This is Daniel Cerrone, who's written several episodes of Charmed.
0: And will write several in the future.
1: Including Wilbrainer and A Witch's Tale, the episode where Phoebe becomes a mermaid.
0: Also, the power of three blondes.
1: Yeah, so maybe this guy should have only written one episode. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, let's get into the episode.
0: All right, so we might have... Uh, it, it, okay, so the thing is, Phoebe and Cole's subplot is very Buffy and Angel. The episode literally opens with the two of them training together. They're They're sword fighting. Cole is shirtless. There's just such strong Buffy-Angel vibes here. I don't want to say that it's more Buffy ripoff than the cold two parter from last season because that whole thing was really Buffy, but.
1: Well, it's it's not just that it's feels like a Buffy ripoff because a woman is training with her demon boyfriend. It's that they've redone the basement to look so much like the back room of the magic shop where Buffy trains. It's, it's jarring. It looks like they broke into someone else's set also
0: this like cole Cole is training phoebe really hard like he's going at her really hard big long fight scene blah 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 like she's she's levitating she's kicking she's punching their swords this isn't how they fight demons like i know phoebe will usually do a karate kick or you know she'll she'll do the thing where she zooms up in the air and whatnot shouldn't she be, like, practicing talking really fast or something? This is charmed. They don't usually kill demons through physical combat.
1: Well, not to get ahead of things, but Cole's being a real dick in this episode, Mm. and at one point when she's upstairs with Paige working on potions, because they've switched bodies, Cole is like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were being serious about training, but you're up here playing in the kitchen instead. And I'm like, Cole... They use potions way more than they use kicking!
0: Yeah. You know how many demons they kill with potions? Like, this is the thing that she should be focused on. But, yeah, no, there's...
1: This is part of my feeling like this was written by somebody who doesn't know the episode. Like, why are they making Colby such a jackass? Uh,
0: You know what? I buy it. I mean, not necessarily the whole, like, you need to learn how to physically fight because... Demons only respect strength, blah, 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 blah. But Cole has been really upfront all, mostly this season, granted, but that his, literally his only priority is Phoebe's survival. Like, he's good in that, you know, Phoebe is good and he wants to protect her from the things that are trying to kill her, which are evil, but he's pretty upfront that he does not care what happens to her sisters.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I don't have a problem with him, pushing her hard to train i guess my problems come more in like the specifics of it like he's pushing her really hard and she's like ow i'm injured and he's like you have to fight through the injury because a demon's not gonna care that you're injured and i'm like okay cole but if you if you make her work on a stress fracture and she ends up in traction seems like that's gonna be a good time for the source to attack
0: yeah that's what white lighters are for
1: you know what, oh. I literally forgot they had a white lighter who could take care of that. Like I I I seriously literally forgot that.
0: Leo's like I mean, I was gonna say he's barely in the episode. He's in the episode and his healing's a plot point kind of later, but Oh my god,
1: I love I love when uh when Anthony is like, No no they've they've got a white lighter, he can heal you, it's no big deal. I'm like, Okay, sure, just pass that around, okay. It's my ear white lighter. Huh
0: what's leo up to anyway i mean i know he's got a ton of charges for whatever reason but yeah phoebe and phoebe points out during this training session she's like it's not like the source is going to come after me with a sword he's like you don't know how the source is going to come after you and i'm like pretty sure it's not going to be with a sword though
1: i do i do like though the way cole explains that the Source has been embarrassed, and since the Source is the leader of the Underworld, he can't be embarrassed. So he's going to redouble his efforts against them. I like that uh, yeah, kind he... of explanation of why they need to be extra prepared right now.
0: Yeah, he, he talks about how the Source was embarrassed, and about how factions have started moving against the Source because he seems weak. And, and he, he folds that into his lesson about sword fighting with Phoebe's, like, Look, demons only value strength. You can't appear weak in front of a demon. If you are injured during a fight with a demon, you can't show it because they will see that. and
1: Foreshadowing, though, Cole's totally wrong about that. <sighs> Although, I guess, I guess Daniel Day Kim is not a demon. demon.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, by the way, good episode for you if you're into sweaty Cole or sweaty Phoebe because they are.
1: I was just gr- gonna. Sweat! Oh my god! They
0: are greased up.
1: I mean, there has got to be someone off screen with a water bottle, literally spraying them down any instant they are not on camera because they are soaked.
0: Oh, well, I, I don't think water. I think it's oil. I think they are oiled. It is up.
1: very, very shiny.
0: Yeah, and Phoebe's like, "Look, Cole, you've been on the run for a week, and the first thing you do when you get back is." oh we need to train why can't we just be a couple for a little while and he's like well i would like to be a couple with you for a long while and i can't do that if you're dead
1: and she's like but i'm so horny how am i supposed to train when i'm this horny
0: he's not helping by being shirtless and greased up
1: i know right oh my
0: goodness well that's there like page is watching the two of them train and and phoebe's like shouldn't you be uh weren't weren't you doing lessons with uh, Piper and Paige was like, yeah, potions 101. This is way cooler. When do I get to, uh, wrestle hunky shirtless guys? Paige,
1: that is your almost brother-in-law. Calm down. Like, I, I can, I can get all horned up for Cole because he's a fictional character that I am not related to and I'm not related to anyone he's boning, but Paige, calm down. Calm down.
0: Also, your boyfriend, who I guess is not your boyfriend anymore, was possessed by the source of all evil, recentishly. I think you would be somewhat reticent about dating demons or demon-affiliated people.
1: Nah, Paige is a monster, fucker. That's why I love her. One of the reasons I love her.
0: But yeah, this is building into this whole thing. Like Phoebe sends Paige back upstairs, and Paige is like, "Oh, I wish I were like you, Phoebe, a real badass super witch." Which okay. okay.
1: <laughs> I, I I when she said that, I was like, ah, uh, okay. Well, she did just get there, so. If
0: if I was presented with two witches, one of them Phoebe, the other one Piper, Piper would be the one I would qual- uh, quantify as badass super witch. You know, the woman who can make things explode by pointing at them.
1: Well, and this is another weird thing where it felt like the writer of this episode had never seen Charmed before. Uh, yeah, Piper is very powerful Phoebe is, I get that you wanted her to be the one who was fighting the demon because she's the one who's dating Cole and she's the one who has a physical power, like specifically her levitation and the fact that she tried to compensate for not having an active power by learning kickboxing. Okay. I get those two things, right? Mm -hmm. But Phoebe's whole thing up until Prue died and all of the powers kind of shuffled around, Her whole thing was that she was the one who understood the intricacies of witchcraft. Like, she didn't just recite a spell, she wrote spells and understood how to craft them. Mm Mm-hmm. Shouldn't she... and, And she's the one who's happy to have a new sister, not Piper. Shouldn't she be the one who's taking the lead in teaching Paige how to be a witch?
0: She really should be. Like... And Piper. And, just... and she was the one who was big on training her last week. She was the one who was like, we need to train Paige. We can't just focus on, you know, the two of us hunting demons ourselves. We need to be training up Paige so that, you know, we're not weak.
1: Exactly. I I get why for plot reasons they needed to do it the way they did, but you can't just you can't just say anything you want about characters that we've been watching for three years. You know, there's a chance that somebody who watches your show was paying attention. Okay. I, I know that seems foreign to y'all in the writer's room of Charmed.
0: Okay, so I don't want this to be a whole alias situation, but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out around this
1: time, right? Yes, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I'm going to look it up, but I'm almost certain Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was 1999, and this is 2001, as we talked about last week. Actually, actually, no, I'm... I'm going to say 1999 is when it came... Let's let's see if I'm right about that.
0: Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out in the year 2000. Okay, well this is
1: 2001.
0: Yeah, so it would still have been in the cultural zeitgeist, which you can tell because...
1: Well, also, don't forget that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was just the first. After that came out, people got so obsessed with wire work.
0: Yeah, Hero, other movies. So... This seems... I don't know enough about martial arts to really comment on this. These characters are Chinese, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: I know we talked a little bit earlier, uh, a lot earlier actually, in the first season how there was the episode with Piper's ghost boyfriend played by John Cho Uh and how that episode was sort of more situational than a lot of Charmed because San Francisco does have a large Chinese population uh, there, it it's a it's a thing. That's true. There are a lot of Chinese people in San Francisco. There's a whole community there, and that was sort of the one episode that I felt really leaned on that being a thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this might also be like, look, we can do this episode because we're in San Francisco.
1: It it almost it almost hits there in that they need to get potion ingredients later in this episode in Chinatown. And they all seem comfortable and conversant with where to go and what they need to get. Yeah. In fact, there's even, even a moment where they need dried toadstool. I don't know if that's a traditional Chinese ingredient, but they need it. And the, the wrapper is, it's in a Brown package with a wrapper that is written in, um, in Chinese characters and Phoebe Knows exactly what she needs and picks it up. So th- there's there's an implied backstory where this is a part of this world in Charmed, as we know it is a part of the world in the real world. Mm-hmm. So yes, that is that is a thing.
0: I kind of wish that maybe they had gotten an Asian writer for this.
1: Oh, dear God, yes. No, So I'm so uncomfortable for like so much of this. Oh my god. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes.
0: Again, we're both white. We don't really have room to talk about this sort of thing, but this feels like it was written by someone who maybe has watched some kung fu movies and No,
1: that's definitely. Yeah. This is this is more of an homage to whatever which, whichever kung fu movies have made their way to America more so than any actual culture. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's not white people
0: because we were talking about uh we were talking about crouching tiger hidden dragon and that is sort of what they're calling upon here but it is not like a direct reference to the movie at all
1: no in fact crouching tiger hidden dragon is much more of an art film than an action film Mm -hmm. and in that way even though that's kind of what broke through in in america at that time it's very dissimilar from most of the kung fu movies that are actually being referenced here
0: yeah, so somewhere in Chinatown, in, sure, we're we're assuming in a nice looking garden somewhere, two people who are wearing
1: ninja masks,
0: ninja masks are having a kung fu sword fight wire work thing.
1: Well, I mean, it's just a sword fight with wire work integrated into it because they like,
0: although it is textually magic,
1: right. Yeah, that's... So, we discover that...
0: One of the fighters is a woman, which needs to stop being played as a thing.
1: What's weird to me, though, is that, you know, us watching this episode, when the character who's a woman uses her sword to, like, slice away the mask of the other fighter, and we see who it is, it's shot like it's a reveal, and I was like, "Oh, it's just like him!" So it was a reveal, but he he wasn't a known quantity at this time.
0: Yeah, this is a pre Angel and pre Lost. Yep, yep. So <laughs> it's revealed that he's been using the kind of magic that this monastery uses for evil because he didn't get a promotion. This is very Anakin Skywalker.
1: Yes, he was. He was supposed to take over for. The character played by James Hong, who is... Ref-
0: you would recognize him from stuff.
1: Yes, I was actually going to say that that his character is credited solely as the Zen Master. Yeah. Yep.
0: They're using the art of Zen to do magic kung fu and travel through water and stuff, which... Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah, so the... And that is what happens. Uh, Daniel Day Kim gets very outraged because he should have taken over and been the new Zen Master, but instead he was passed over... For this woman, who is the Zen Master's daughter, and then he 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 got wounded in the fight. By the way, his his well, side is bleeding.
0: Well, he threatens to kill. Uh, he threatens to kill the master and then kill the woman, and then he'll be the Zen Master. And the woman stabs him more.
1: Yes, I I just wanted to note that he's been stabbed so much that he is definitely near death. But then he jumps into a water feature and disappears into the water, like you do.
0: She feels a little disconnected from everything that's happened. I get there's parallels between the, you know, fake fighting between Phoebe and Cole and the actual fighting between these two.
1: There's also parallels between the daughter, whose name is Enling being required to step up and take the place of her father even though she doesn't feel ready to do that, and Piper and Phoebe and Paige all having to step up and be the power three even though they don't feel ready to replace proof. So there, there's that parallel too. Like, to be fair to the writers who we've been trashing for the last, like... Twenty minutes. There, there is, there is a story structure here that makes sense. Yeah.
0: To say something nice about the episode, I do like the connection they establish between Piper and the Zen Master, mm-hmm. because these two characters don't interact all that often. Although they do, spoiler alert, body swap later in the episode. But I do like how they have sort of a character who now has to prepare someone to take a role i i don't know it's it's hard to uh it's hard to put my finger exactly on it but the parallelism between the two stories works really well yes and they actually do a really good job of portraying each other's characters even though this is a one-shot guy who's only in this one episode
1: well i mean as i said as i said when we were watching the episode Holly Marie Combs, as always, is bringing a level of acting to the script that it 100,000% does not deserve. And uh, James Hong is as well. So
0: Yeah, he's like a consummate professional. You've seen him in so much stuff, he's always good. I mean,
1: we'll talk about it more in, in Premonition, but literally if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. The guy who plays...
0: The guy who's in
1: everything. The thing he's... I think most known for according to IMDb the thing that's on his top like known for is being the is being the master in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm. For I IMDb's most known for is a little wonky, but also Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know this guy.
0: So Piper is quizzing Page on you know witch stuff so
1: was she in the middle of some like teacher student role play with leo when she came down to do this because she's quizzing her like she's got a red pen in her hand and she's wearing glasses which again the trivia on the charmed fan wiki is like this is the only time in the entire series that piper ever wears glasses
0: so Paige totally biffed her witch homework Which is weird because she was all enthusiastic about learning magic last episode, but whatever.
1: Well, she has a lollipop now, so she is required to act like a totally different character because we've never seen her with a lollipop before. But we need to talk about the lollipop all the time so that when the body swap happens, she'll have a character trait that we can talk about.
0: Yeah, it's this weird thing where she's... Like she's like, I was going to study, but then I had the opportunity to, to be a party girl, so I went and I was a party girl with my friends, partying instead of studying. And Piper's like, Okay, look, I understand the need to do non witch stuff, but you also need to do your witch homework so you aren't horribly murdered by demons. And Paige is like, Why can't I just cast a spell to magically learn all of the stuff I need to know? And Piper's like, Jesus.
1: I do. I do like Piper's line where she's like, this isn't like math. You're actually going to use this later.
0: (laughs) I I love that too. She's like, you can't just blow it off. It has life or death consequences.
1: Also, Paige is distracted by the fact that she has a date coming over to pick her up because...
0: A date with her boss's son.
1: Inappropriate, right? So inappropriate.
0: Yeah. And she's like, I need this date to go well or it's going to be bad for my career. And I'm like... I feel like you need to talk to HR at your workplace.
1: Also, she works for a government agency. So, uh, a lot of times HR doesn't care about that kind of stuff or, or, you know, yeah. Yeah. HR is not always the most effective department in a business, depending on which the business is, but this is a government agency. I feel like they are going to be on it.
0: So Piper's like, Look, I'm going to go to Chinatown to pick up some more ingredients so we can keep, you know, doing this. But in the meantime, I want you to practice your potions with this list of, you know, acceptable beginner potions I've left for you. Also, take that lollipop out of your mouth. You're going to get cavities. And Paige is like, I'm I'm not 12, but although she is acting way more immature than we've seen her in the past three episodes, we can't we can't keep.
1: Is it just me, or did this make you want to go back and watch this year's girl instead? The the body swap episode of Buffy where Faith and it's, Buffy switch places. Oh my god, it's
0: such a great episode.
1: I mean, you were, you were-
0: Episodes.
1: Yes. Later on, we'll talk about this, but the weird thing with Cole and Paige at the end of this episode. But all I could think is, I can't do that. That would be bad.
0: So, down in the basement, Phoebe's really tired because she's been you know literally fighting with Cole with okay. swords and stuff mm-hmm. and Cole's like, "I can't be your boyfriend right now i i because I don't want you to get killed.
1: you mm-hmm. need
0: to you know we're we're not dating until this is over we're just I'm just training you and." Phoebe like nuzzles his chest like I was like how greasy did her face have to be after that because she she like nuzzles up between his breasts and he's like she's like yes
1: See, sex scenes in movies are not sexy like they, they may look sexy this does look sexy but I am so certain for the participants they are not sexy they must have just felt so gross
0: yeah because you know she she motorboats Cole and then she's like okay I'm ready to go back to fighting
1: Okay, I want to bring something up that is just so weird. It might even be might even be my time freeze, which feels so like objectifying and inappropriate, but I can't not mention it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the unrealistic Hollywood body images have finally come for the men. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Cole is allowed to have body hair and that his chest isn't like waxed, Just kept bumping me. I was like, if this was filmed today, they would have made him wax his chest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean...
1: I don't mean he's sexy. I like a man with body hair. But I'm like, it it kept bumping me because I'm like, you don't see that on TV. I feel, I feel kind of dirty seeing that.
0: Okay. I, I, I can't go back to it because I did a whole thing about it back with some of our earlier Cole stuff, but there's this... Divide, uh, there's an essay called uh, Everyone is Beautiful and No One Has Sex, I think is the uh, title of it.
1: Oh, oh, is it about Marvel? How, like... Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
0: About how in Marvel movies, there's the obligatory shirtless scene where you can see how, you know, fit the actor is, but their movies are very, very sexless. Mm-hmm. And how we're kind of moving into this new era where you have to be this certain level of pretty, but there's not really a sexual component to it. And it made me think about the contrast between um in a non-marvel movie in batman versus superman we see a shirt uh, we see two shirtless scenes one with uh, clark kent and one with bruce wayne okay and in the one with bruce wayne he's doing a like tire flipping uh crossfit crossfit workout and he's completely hairless he's you know shaved or whatever And in waxed, waxed, and in the shirtless scene with Clark Kent, the one that's it's being contrasted against, he has body hair, and it's him having an intimate moment with Lois. And I'm like, that's a really interesting contrast between these two.
1: The moment that is sexual is more real. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting.
0: Also, it's apparently I, I, I'm giving them credit for that being a story.
1: A choice that was made?
0: A choice that was made, although we do know how hard it is to get Henry Cavill to shave.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, why should he? Have you seen the man? Yes. He's, yeah. Whew.
0: Should have been Marvel's Hercules. I'm sure that the guy from uh, Ted Lasso did a perfectly good job.
1: I mean, he's hot, too. Also very hairy.
0: Yeah. Which, good. Cause, yeah. You
1: know. So, uh, I know, right? Like, he's a Greek man. He should be hairy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of unrealistic body images, though, I do kind of want to bring up another thing, but this is about Alyssa Milano. Mm -hmm. During this sequence, and and this was just something I noticed when I was watching it, you can see her, like, super defined abs, and she wears the same outfit through the whole episode. And later on, through most of the episode, (laughs) Mm. I... I know we try not to talk about her outfits too much because we would be here all day, but I do think I'm gonna have to talk about the outfit she changes into later. Yeah. Uh, but later on in the episode, even though we see her midriff because she's just wearing a sports bra, and later on, she's she's still skinny. She's Alyssa freaking Milano, but she doesn't have the defined abs because she clearly like dehydrated herself for a couple of days and did like a million sit ups before shooting the sword fighting scene but then not before they shot the scene that is
0: well it's the thing with jason momoa at the beach where like someone like there was a whole paparazzi thing about oh jason momoa's dad bod and he's still the basically the most fit person ever it's just he wasn't actively dehydrated
1: well and i that's what i think is interesting about this scene is that in the scene where she's supposed to just be like the pinnacle of physical whatever because it's contrasted with a scene that was shot a couple of days before or a couple of days later, and she's wearing the same outfit, you can see, oh, right, in this scene where she's supposed to be fit, she's actually, she has actually done damage to her body so that we can see each and every one of her abs.
0: So, back at the monastery, I Sure,
1: say. yeah, monastery. Back at
0: the monastery, the Zen master is talking to his daughter about why she got the promotion and, uh, and Daniel Day Kim didn't, because she's like, so was it nepotism because I'm your daughter? And he's like, no, it's because you were the better student. And she's like, I can't do that water jumping Yeah, was thing. I really
1: the better student? I can't travel between dimensions. And
0: he's like, yeah, well, you stabbed him, so.
1: He's like, yeah, but you're not evil.
0: Yeah, also, you're not evil. That's the big thing.
1: Also, now that he's, like, traveling between dimensions and shit, the only way that he can be stopped is with this special dragon's blade. So he gives his daughter a note and tells her she's got to go to this shop in Chinatown. Look, everything's coming together to get the dragon's blade. She's, he's like, yeah, just show this note to the shopkeep and he'll he'll give you the the special knife that you need.
0: So back at the manor, Paige is mixing up her practice potions, and she makes an emerald reference because you know it's the early two thousands. You're
1: you're you're obligated to you have to say bam when you drop something into something.
0: And Leo comes into the room and he's like. What are you doing? Which, what do you think she's doing, Leo?
1: Why are you being so weird, Leo?
0: Yeah, and she's like, I'm preparing for the source. And Leo's like, why? Is he coming over for dinner? And I'm like, you know that potion. you know? Why does nobody know how potions work in this episode? Or the men, anyway. Why, why do neither one of the Charmed One's boyfriends know that potions are how you kill demons?
1: Why is everyone being such a dick to everyone in this episode? Why are all the men being such dicks to the women in this episode? Yeah,
0: and page complains because she's like oh, it sucks that i'm doing this and instead of any of the cool stuff and leo's like well you're half white lighter so you might never get an active power like phoebe which how is her orbing not an active power right like and he says like you you might because you're half pacifist you might never get the ability to fight which I mean, she's already used her powers offensively and she literally just got them. Like she, she was orbing lamps at people, which I feel like isn't how object teleportation should work, but whatever. Like, how is her, like her power, her power is already offensively more useful than uh, Phoebe's.
1: Right. Uh, But anyway, she gets distracted by this and she says, man, I wish I was Phoebe. And then drops
0: powdered toadstool.
1: Yep, into the, into the, into the thing, and it explodes, the cauldron explodes, and then we watch her soul leave her body and swap with Phoebe's, and look, look, I know this is magic, and a potion, and spell, but if the show is going to treat this like a body swap, then I require that she and Phoebe say at the same time, (laughs) I wish I had your life.
0: Like... Also, what potion was she mixing that she accidentally switched bodies?
1: So she messed it up. So it's not what she was trying to make, but I have to assume that what she ended up making was a, my will be done potion and then said, I wish I was Phoebe, Mm. which, and I know that goes against what I just said, where it's a body swap. So they need to say it simultaneously, but you know what? They need to say it simultaneously. So
0: Paige and Phoebe switch bodies, the life force glow or whatever goes down into the basement. The other one goes up into (laughs) goes up into Paige.
1: Okay, I'm not going to do this all episode. But Alyssa Milano, who is now Paige, wakes up on the floor of the basement and goes, What happened? Where am I? In a way that Paige would never do.
0: And then she crawls across the floor to hide behind the
1: punching bag. And then she's like, What's happened to me? Oh my God! If I'm Rose McGowan and I'm watching this episode, which incidentally I know from reading her book, she never watched these. If I but if I'm Rose McGowan and I'm watching these, I'm like, what the fuck, Alyssa? What the actual fuck?
0: Yeah, and and Cole's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I need to take a a tinkle break. And he's like, what? What? And she she runs upstairs, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just say? This is Paige, We accidentally switch bodies.
1: Right? There's you're n- all, you're all magical people of one, of one stripe or another. I, I do not understand the hiding it that's happening.
0: Yeah, like there's no reason not to be upfront with everyone about what happened. So she runs upstairs to, you know, Paige. and, and again, Rose McGowan's doing a good job aping Alyssa Milano's mannerisms. Not the baby voice, obviously, but just regular <laughs> Phoebe. She she's like so what what happened what's going on and and
1: she's like oh my god we are in each other's bodies we better swap back
0: the vague excuse for why they don't tell anyone is because Paige is like don't tell piper i don't want her to think i'm an even bigger screw-up than she already thinks i am which
1: and then rose mcgowan as phoebe is like Stop doing that weird baby pouty thing with my face. And I'm like, yeah, right? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Everybody stop.
0: So Cole comes upstairs and he's like, so are we going to get back to training or...
1: This is the moment I was talking about where he's like, oh, are you just wasting your time with potions instead of learning to kick hard? Because that's what stops demons, kicking hard.
0: Yeah. And... Phoebe in Paige's body is like, Cole, this is an important thing. It's important for <sighs> it's important for Phoebe to teach me Paige how to do witch stuff. And Cole is just he is being a huge asshole here.
1: Although they do they do mess up their own names, like a lot. Like Honestly, it's embarrassing for Piper that she didn't figure this out. Cole figures it out pretty quickly. Also, why are they not telling
0: Cole? I get them not telling Piper, I guess, it's stupid, but I get them not telling her because Paige doesn't want to be embarrassed by messing up at being a witch immediately. There's no good reason to not tell uh, Cole.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially because, as we said, his whole thing is all he wants is to protect Phoebe. If you said, Hey, we accidentally swapped bodies and I need someone to go get more powdered toadstool, he'd be like, on it. I will shiver down there and shiver back. I will be back before you before you know it.
0: So Piper goes to the herbalist herbalist?
1: Sure. He's just credited as shopkeeper.
0: Yeah. She goes to the herb shop. I'm gonna say herbalist. To uh, pick up the herbs that she needs to, you know, teach Paige how to make potions and...
1: Everybody in this scene is being a dick.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Zen Master's daughter wants the Dragon Blade because it's the only thing that can kill Daniel Day Kim in the dimension he fled to.
1: And she's like, I have this note. My father said, give you this note and you would understand. And he's like, um, I don't read Chinese. My father usually runs the shop but he's gone so sorry you're sol i'm not gonna give you the blade
0: yeah their dads are apparently friends but he doesn't know her i guess that makes sense i guess i don't know all of my dad's friends kids
1: meanwhile this woman is obviously in distress there's obviously like stuff going on and piper is just standing behind her like tapping her foot like oh my god is this gonna take all day and i'm like piper slow your roll
0: um, the shopkeeper's like please get out of my store i have actual customers and piper's like yes i need this that and the other thing and he's you know trying to get it for her and the zen master star like you know what you know what no time for this she flies into the air <laughs> she flies into the air to get behind the counter so she she can grab the knife and then she just kind of flies out the window
1: yeah well i mean it's it's hanging up on the wall like behind him up high and she she grabs the knife she jumps out the window Piper tries to instinctually freeze everyone and she doesn't freeze which I'm not sure if that's because she is whatever the whatever the martial arts equivalent of a good witch is so she doesn't freeze or if it's because Piper was aiming where she no longer was because she jumped out of the way. Mm.
0: Well, we know that uh, Piper's freezing is generally an area effect spell when she tried to freeze the uh, Furies that got Cole, even though Cole wasn't who she was aiming at directly. Mm-hmm. So I think that being a Zen master is enough in line with being a witch because we know it's not a generic good thing because white lighters freeze.
1: Right, no, no, it has to be a good witch. witch yeah. Yes, So I, but I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that she is culturally has her own practices but whatever it's this it's this as far as being affected by magic goes it the magic recognizes her
0: so i like how piper kind of just chases the woman out out of the store and then just blows up something in the alleyway
1: some 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 other poor poor person's produce yeah. is all like my cabbages
0: yes we're, we're in Chinatown, and I do like how this is a San Francisco thing. I like how this episode is very necessarily set in San Francisco, because a lot of the times it feels like Charm could take place anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does.
0: But uh, then the plot kind of all catches up to everyone at once.
1: Yeah, so her father is standing there in the alley, which, then why didn't he go into the shop? He was going to be, like, right there at the alley.
0: Yeah, I mean, the shopkeeper's son might have recognized him, right, if their dads are friends.
1: Right. And then we see Daniel Day Kim watching them through the reflection of a puddle. And then he jumps out of the puddle, grabs the Zen Master, and jumps back into the puddle.
0: Piper's like, okay, I guess this is going to be my day now.
1: Right. Which... Which is like, you, your plot hadn't started yet, Piper. You had not yet met your innocent for the week. Why were you in such a hurry in the shop? Oh, my God. I just... I can't get over how rude she was being. I really can't. I mean, to be
0: fair, the shop guy was being like, get out of my way. I want to help this actual customer. Yeah, So, but... so it's not like it was unprompted, but...
1: Okay, but she should... Her... Okay, if, if I'm in that situation, right? Mm. If there's a woman who's obviously in distress and kind of having an argument with the shopkeeper and... The shopkeeper is like, get out of here so I can wait on an actual customer. I'm trying to defuse the situation by letting the shopkeeper know that I'm not going to go off on him. I'm like, I'll be like, it's cool, it's fine, whatever you need to do, take your time, right? But no, she's like, I need this fucking toadstool and I need it now! Like, slow your roll, Piper. Slow your roll. So they're back
0: at the manor and the Zen Master's daughter is, you know... Telling them all of the stuff that there's this place in between life and death, which is different from the place in between life and death where Chris will be conceived later in the show. Mm -hmm. But there's a place in between life and death where, you know, souls go to move on, but you can just hang out there, apparently, and if you're dying, you won't die.
1: Well, okay, you can't hang out there. Like, it won't- the, the place itself doesn't let you hang out there, but apparently he has mastered some sort of technique that allows him to stay there, to, like- lock himself in there. Also, when she names the place, when she's trying to explain what it is, Leo's like, it's Limbo. It's just Limbo. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, that also feels very dismissive, Leo, but whatever. Whatever. And I do like though that this daughter, uh Enling, doesn't need any of this explained to her. She's like, oh, you're a witch. Okay, cool. I'm down. I understand that. I'm part of the magical community. I know what witches are.
0: Yeah i've done my research into other you know
1: <laughs> right i'm sorry i i live in america so i don't have the luxury of pretending that i am the only tradition that exists piper
0: mm. so piper and intru- piper calls in her sisters and they're like we definitely didn't switch bodies or anything ha ha, ha. and piper's like
1: oh. oh my god it's terrible it's so bad i'm i i can't I with how bad this sequence is. I
0: feel so bad for Anne Ling because she's, like, trying to be polite here, but she's also like, my father's trapped in the limbo between life and death. Maybe we should focus on this instead of whatever goofy shit you've got going on here. Right? But she's, like, trying to be polite about it. She's, like, smiling and nodding, but also there's lots of other stuff we should be taking care of right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, I don't have... I, I never mastered the skill that you need to get into limbo, so we're gonna need to find another way in, which... You mentioned this while we were watching it. Can't Leo just orb there?
1: Right, just orb there.
0: I mean, I guess it's probably a different limbo than the one that he went to to heal Piper when she was Right, but can't he
1: go to all sorts of dimensions? Anyway.
0: Cole can. We know Cole can shift between dimensions. I mean, they probably... (laughs) You know, it's... Maybe she'd be cool with it. They can be like, look, we know a demon. I know the thing with demons, but he he could probably, uh...
1: I think she probably would be cool with Cole, with Cole, yeah. Anyway, since they can't just orb, I guess, Piper's gonna go upstairs and check out the Book of Shadows. And I do like this. She tells Phoebe and Paige to go shut off the water main because they are dealing with somebody who can jump between places with water. I like that. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, no one's left a just thing of standing water in the kitchen for no reason. Oh my
1: god! You know what I kind of wish they had done in in Western magical tradition? Water usually wipes away magic. That's why. That's why in a lot of folklore.
0: And the movie Teen Witch. I
1: was going to bring up Teen Witch. I was going to bring up Teen Witch. I was going to say that's why in a lot of folklore, like magical creatures can't cross moving water because it wipes away magic. That's why a Teen Witch getting things wet makes the spell stop. Yes. I wish that they had brought that up and done like a contrast. And they would have had an opportunity to do that too because Piper was teaching Paige. So they could have established that as a rule of Western magic and had her be kind of explaining that to Paige And then, you know, magic is harder with moving water. And then they could have contrasted with this this guy is able to use water as a part of his magic. Hey, hey, Charm from 20 years ago, call me and I'll rewrite this episode. And also, I will tell you not to hire me to rewrite this episode, but somebody who's actually Chinese because it's very uncomfortable. This is very uncomfortable.
0: So, in Limbo... God, this episode is wasting Daniel Day-Kim. Like, he, he's good in the scenes that he's got. He doesn't have a lot to do. He's basically got the depth of a Power Rangers villain.
1: No, I, I... He's fine. Actually, I... Watching this, I was actively like, I've seen you be much better, Daniel Day-Kim. Like, he doesn't rise above the work the way Holly Marie Combs does. Which is fine. People shouldn't be required to do that, I guess. But
0: it, I don't know. I, I I like him in this episode. He's... He's very snarky, which is probably why he's not a Zen master or whatever. <laughs>
1: right. Well, also, speaking of why he's not a Zen master, here in Limbo, there is like a vortex that's trying to suck him in to, to his next life, and he's resisting it.
0: Yeah, he, he talks, the Zen master, like, look, I know you did a bunch of evil stuff, but if you go through that portal, then you'll you know start anew and he's like yeah i know how karma works i don't want to be reborn as a tapeworm or whatever i'm just gonna kill you and take your powers and then i'm gonna kill every other zen master and take their powers and then like live as a god on earth
1: okay we didn't mention this but leo did uh he he's bleeding to death if he comes out of limbo he'll die so he can only come out for a few seconds at a time but also like so what's his plan? <laughs> what's, what's his long-term plan to not bleed to death? That's what I want to know. Is he just going to live in this desert limbo? Which, by the way, is a desert, so the Zen master's like, Hey, um, we're in a desert. How did you...
0: Water teleport?
1: And, he, he, Yenlo is his name, by the way. Yenlo is like, sh- points to like the gathering clouds above them, and is like, I discovered something truly remarkable. It turns out that clouds... Water. I'm sorry, he says it very sincerely. No. I kind of said it sarcastically. Oh, no,
0: I feel I he seemed I thought he was snarking. That really seemed like he was like, you know, clouds have water in them. Oh, okay. And then he juops up. I, I I
1: Okay, if it was snarking, then that line is fine.
0: Yeah, it, it really seemed like he was snarking, especially because he did this sarcastic hovering up after saying it.
1: Okay. Okay, in that case, alright. I, I the line is slightly less than the worst thing ever if he was in, if it was intended to be snarky
0: clouds have water in them <laughs> and I, i'm sorry it's like the sarcastic teleport away which was uh which was the trademark of of course flawless goddess lana Perea and once mm-hmm. upon a time and yep, he does yep. the same thing where he just lifts his hands and then he zoops out of the scene although by this he does it by levitating into the clouds.
1: Don't forget the uh, sarcastic Vulcan Live Long and Prosper from Lower Decks. Yes. A show which recognizes that no one masters snark more than Vulcans.
0: I mean, it's an entire species that communicates through...
1: Passive-aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: the language they speak on Vulcan is being (laughs) passive-aggressive. Passive-aggressiveness is their language.
1: It's... That's true.
0: So there's this dumb bit where Phoebe and Paige's body's like, look, if you're going to be in my body, you're going to need to learn how to use my powers and fight.
1: Just in case we can't switch back before demons come attack the manor because they do it like every day and we've never thought to put up wards or anything.
0: Okay, so I really, I, I really hate this plot. I, I, is this a subplot Wait, which or is it the main plot?
1: The body swap? The body swap is the main plot.
0: The body swap. Unlike, we watched the preview for this, and unlike in a lot of the previews, they do focus on the bi-swap. It's weird how they only focus on one plot in the previews. I guess it makes sense because you only have 30 seconds to pitch, you know, what the episode is. Mm-hmm. But this whole thing is not strong enough to support a whole episode. This could be a B-plot maybe if it only lasted a little bit, but... As is, there's no good reason why Phoebe wouldn't just try to reverse it immediately.
1: Yeah, well, well, no. So the reason they don't reverse it immediately is because they are out of the potion ingredients that they need. So the doorbell rings and it is Paige's date. And Phoebe, in Paige's body, answers the door. And then Paige, in Phoebe's body is like, oh, oh, this is your date, Mason. Go out with him. Have him take you to go get Chinese food in Chinatown so that you can stop by the store and get that other shit we need. Which is okay. I mean, it is it is a logical story beat to take them back to Chinatown, but also they could have just been like, shit has gone down, and also I shouldn't be dating my boss's son, so bye.
0: This whole thing, it just... It feels like we're reading the second draft of a script. like A script
1: that needed, like, ten drafts? Like, it needed, like, ten more drafts?
0: Like, this is really a stuff-just-happens episode?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, the body swap, even though it makes sense the way the body swap happened, doesn't tie in plot-wise with the other plot. Like... Their reason for switching bodies was because Paige was messing around, not because of... Yeah. Like, it should have tied back, like...
0: It should have... Paige should be the one who has to work with the Zen Master's daughter because the two of them feel like they're they're stepping into roles they're not ready for. And you can have a thing with Piper and the Zen Master where they both, you know, are training someone up. And, you know, he's confident that she can fill... His role, but Piper's not confident that Paige can fail Peruse. Right. Which is a reflection on her feeling like she needs to step into Peruse role. Like there's a there's a good story buried in here that they just needed more drafts to get to.
1: Yes. So Paige's body, Phoebe's mind, goes off on a date with the cute guy, and then Paige and Phoebe's body lives out my worst fucking nightmare honestly this is my worst nightmare which is going to talk to piper and piper not knowing about the body swap says hey phoebe can i tell you how i honestly feel about Paige and how she's a fucking screw up oh my god accidentally overhearing someone talk about how they hate me that is like my anxiety is spiking just thinking about it oh my god
0: to be to be fair Piper, I mean, yes, that is the situation, but Piper is talking to Phoebe and she's like, look, I can tell that Paige has the potential to be a great witch. It's just, it's so frustrating that I feel like she's not taking this seriously, you know, in this episode, not in the last episode. Right? Like, (sighs) like, I can tell that Paige could be a great witch, but... It just, it worries me that it feels low priority to her.
1: Okay, last episode, she literally had, like, stacks and stacks of Wicca books that she was studying. She She stole stole the the Book Book of of Shadows!
0: Shadows. Like... Mm.
1: Whatever. Whatever episode. Let's just get through it.
0: So, Phoebe's not doing well either. She's on the date with this guy, which, as we've been over, is a bad idea on so many levels, but she... She's constantly speaking about Paige in the third person, and Ugh. the whole thing is it's just... like,
1: so, so tell me what you've heard about Paige from her boss. I mean...
0: My what, boss. What
1: did my boss say about me? My boss who's also your father, and we should definitely not be on this date. That's unrelated to the body swap. I mean, I mean not body swap! Also, she's buying the toadstool, and he's like, oh, I'm not into, like, the herbal scene. And she says oh no no it's an aphrodisiac and he's like okay that i could get into and i'm like that's still a drug dude like i mean that's not what it is that's not what's happening i don't know why she would lie like that there are so many better lies she could have told but he's like oh i don't do drugs unless they're drugs that make my dick hard that i'll do those drugs what the fuck like do you do drugs or not Drug just because you like the effect of it. Because I have news for you about why everyone does any drug. So, Sorry, I'm just, I don't know why I'm so passionate about this. I'm very angry.
0: So, God, this whole thing and 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 Phoebe and Paige's body's like I'm not being a very good date, am I? Because she's she's asking about like what what his dad thinks about Paige. He's like, no, we're you know buying sex drugs and you're constantly talking about my dad this is an amazing (laughs) day and she's like yeah my boyfriend hasn't been very much fun recently i mean my sister phoebe's boyfriend hasn't been very much fun yesterday recently and i'm like oh my god oh my god this is so painful
1: then she just runs away and thank god (laughs) thank god (laughs) oh Then we cut down to Paige and Phoebe's body in the basement where she's trying to figure out how to levitate and Cole shows up and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, trying to figure out how to levitate. I mean, levitation exercises. And he's like, okay, well, let's get back to work. I'm going to throw some fireballs at you and you dodge them.
0: I'm going to throw low voltage energy bolts at you. And he does. And they're just kind of zapping. (laughs) He's repeatedly zapping her on the butt with low.
1: Well, first he does it on the boob, because he ends up tearing her sports bra.
0: And... And Paige, in Phoebe's body, rightly yells at him. She's like...
1: Why are you being such a dick to your girlfriend? And by your girlfriend, I mean me.
0: Yeah, you're constantly treating Phoebe, I mean me, like dirt and... What's this? This isn't how you treat someone you're dating. Someone who is me.
1: And I do. I actually like this. He's like, I just don't want to lose you. And she's like, yeah, well, you're going to lose
0: her. her. I mean, mean, me. me.
1: If you don't stop being such a giant dick. And he's like, that is a fair point.
0: You'll push her out the door. And I'm like, how
1: are you having this much trouble with this? Oh, yeah. No, the pronoun stuff is really painful. But at least at least Cole stops being this completely out of character dick that he's been. I don't I don't. Anyway, she's like, you tore my sports bra. I gotta go change now. I just... I uh... know. Right? Right?
0: So, it's raining, and there's, you know, water gathering in the attic. Uh Uh-oh. That
1: leak seems like a bigger problem than just demons coming through it. Or, I guess, martial arts masters coming through it.
0: Yeah. So... The Zen Master's daughter is uh, using a very small bowl of water. It's try... like
1: it's like one of those finger-washing bowls that yeah. you have at, like, fancy dinners.
0: Yeah. She's trying to use it to open a portal that's too small for Daniel Day Kim to fly through, but that's big enough for her to spy on him in limbo. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I just, I never mastered it. It's not a skill I've mastered. My father used it to pluck me a plum from the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden, Really? That's that's what she says, the Garden of Eden which
1: I know she says that, I just...
0: Okay, which I feel like eating fruit from the Garden of Eden is famously not a good idea.
1: <laughs> okay, that's true, but I'm also like, tell me there were only white people in your writer's room without telling me there were only white people in your writer's room.
0: So she's feeling some doubts because she's like, my father's counting on me to fill his shoes, but I, I didn't think I was the right choice because Daniel Day Kim was so much better at all of this stuff than me. Granted, I'm not evil, which is the big reason I feel like I ended up getting the promotion, but I'm just, I'm just not sure. And and Piper's like, well, you stabbed him, so clearly you're better at the sword fighting bits right? than he is.
1: And then Piper's like, you know what, I relate to you, though, because my sister just died, and I have to try to take over, you know, be the big sister now, and I'm not ready for that either. And honestly, this is what I was talking about with Holly Marie Combs, just bringing way more than the script deserves.
0: She... I mean, she's the one who's really carrying Prue as a presence.
1: Mm-hmm. Prue, who, by the way, they do not say her name in this episode. This is the first time that they've done an episode where they don't say her name.
0: But the everyone leaves the room, and the water that was collecting from the leak gets big enough so Daniel Day Kim can jump through it.
1: I, I don't think we've mentioned yet. I think we need to mention at some point in this episode, so I'm going to say it now. How terrible that effect looks! the jumping in and out of the water effect even even for an episode of charmed looks bad like whoo
0: yeah it's it's a little rough
1: i try not to judge shows that are 20 years old on you know for having bad quality cgi but whew.
0: well You know what? It doesn't bother me that much. There was a thing I saw recently where people were making jokes about this. Not recently, it was a few years ago. People were making jokes about this, like, really terrible CGI action scene from Supergirl. And I'm like, you know what? You just, you buy into it. Okay,
1: but Supergirl is... Supergirl... Wait, Supergirl the TV show or Supergirl the movie? The TV show. Oh, okay, never mind.
0: I know, it's from the 80s.
1: Well, I was gonna say Supergirl the movie is is campy, cheesy fun. The, the bad special effects are part of the appeal. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like...
0: You shouldn't let it throw you, like...
1: Honestly, I am more distracted in... When I'm watching, like, the remastered Star Trek The Original Series episodes where they went back in and redid the CGI, that is more distracting to me than just having it be old-school bad um, practical effects. Mm. So... Anyway... Paige is home and for some reason, Phoebe in Paige's body is home and for some reason she stopped to buy a gigantic hat. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. But yeah, she's wearing a giant pink hat. I mean, I understand it's a rain hat. I get that. But she didn't have it when she left the house. I don't know what's happening.
0: Okay, so how close to death was Daniel Day Kim, really? Because he's doing a lot of walking around in the real world, you know? Oh,
1: um, as a martial arts master, he can function completely fine until his hit points hit zero. He doesn't, like, take damage as he's dying, so he's, like, completely good, completely good, completely good, dead.
0: He does remind us, he's spying on Cole approaches Phoebe and Paige's body, and Cole's like, hey... Why don't I get all close to you and, like, lick your face a whole bunch? And Daniel Dickham's like, okay, weird. And then he touches <laughs> his side to let us know that he is still dying.
1: Okay, so you didn't like this scene. I liked the sequence. I think I liked this sequence because the body swap is so painful and it's so painfully obvious. And Cole is like, oh, they swap bodies. Okay. And he's just, I mean, essentially he's just teasing Phoebe in Paige's body until she has to admit that she.
0: Well, he kisses her. Against her will.
1: Okay. Okay. That is bad. He's a demon. That is bad. But, um, the, the thing that I liked is that Cole is like, Oh, they swap bodies. I know what's going on. Cause I've been watching the show for the last three years. I totally get how this works. And, but instead of just saying, Oh, I get that they swapped bodies because he is Cole, who is a demon. He's just going to, Hit on Page until Phoebe in Page's body is forced to be like, "What the fuck, Cole?" And he can be like, "Ha! Ah, I knew you were Phoebe."
0: Yeah, the whole thing just made me uncomfortable. There, like he he's <clears throat> he's got uh, Phoebe in Paige's body cornered, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm just I'm not into Phoebe anymore because she she's so just engaged with everything. I think I need to start having sex with a new sister, and then he kisses her."
1: I see how that may how that I see how that was uncomfortable making I feel like it was not out of character for Cole
0: no I don't think it's out of character for Cole and he'll... I was
1: just relieved for one to have a character not act out of character in this episode and also for someone to see this very very painfully obvious body swap and not be confused
0: well it's also it's it's still I know it's Phoebe in it but it's not. Phoebe's body, it's Paige's body. You shouldn't be kissing Paige's body without Paige's permission. I
1: do agree with that.
0: So that horribly awkward scene now concluded. Cole reveals that he knows that Paige and Phoebe sw- swapped bodies, but oh,
1: and they're like, oh, but don't tell Piper, and he's like, okay, fine, whatever.
0: <laughs> Why not? I, I mean, I, I get that this would be awkward for Paige or whatever, but.
1: You know what would be really awkward? Getting everyone killed because you swapped bodies and you didn't tell your sister. So speaking of
0: yes, Daniel day Kim attacks the Zen Master's daughter in the kitchen. She whips out the dragon blade that she stole from the herbalist.
1: Oh, we didn't say this, but uh, Leo filled us in earlier that the deal with the dragon's blade is that it can capture souls, so he can't be killed as long as he's in limbo. But you can capture his soul with a soul in the
0: knife. Yeah. So piper's like phoebe quickly
1: levitate and kill him and she
0: did 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 piper forget that she has like ultimate tank powers could
1: she just blow him up and or freeze him
0: yeah like why 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 is phoebe the person but no
1: no we have to see phoebe fly up in the air and then spit her out in a circle because she can't levitate
0: okay so Paige can't orb at will yet but she's in Phoebe's body for like 10 seconds and she can levitate all willy-nilly. Granted, she's not good at it. She can't control
1: it, so... Ugh, yeah. So, that's terrible. And then Daniel Day Kim grabs the knife. We don't see him do... I don't know if we see him do it or not, but he grabs the knife. He grabs the dragon's blade and then he escapes by jumping into a giant sink filled with dishes and standing water.
0: Okay, so... So Anling got a little stabbed during that confrontation. Just a little stab. (laughs) So they call for Leo and Leo heals her up and she's like, oh, so you could just heal my, my dad up because, you know.
1: I like how, like, apparently this is not a thing that they have in her culture because she's like, whoa, whoa, you could just heal people? That would be a game changer.
0: Okay, sure.
1: I just, she seems to get really excited about Leo healing people. I
0: mean, to be fair, it is a pretty boss power
1: yeah i guess we've just known leo too long
0: so piper pulls Paige and phoebe into another room and she's like okay what dumb shit is going on here and they're like we swap bodies and we weren't telling you for basically no reason
1: well and then she starts yelling at them and i'm like oh that's the reason because she's being a total uh, because she's being totally unreasonable in this episode well the thing is no i get why she's mad because they could have sorted
0: this out so easily if they had just told her after it happened oh yeah sure and if Paige hadn't... If Phoebe and Paige's body hadn't gone on the date and just been like, Hi, I'm sorry, something came up. Why don't we reschedule? Got the ingredients and came back.
1: Okay, so I gotta talk about... I gotta talk about what Phoebe's wearing. Okay. What Phoebe's body is wearing. What what Paige and Phoebe's body put on her body. First of all, remember how last time... that when, when Paige was first introduced, how I pointed out that she had that bright orange jacket that made her look like Velma from Scooby-Doo? Yeah. So she's wearing... A bright orange bodysuit and, and kind of reddish tan pants again. Like, apparently the Velma aesthetic is just something that Paige has. But, okay, she's wearing a bodysuit and then pants that are so low slung that you can see the leg gap in the bodysuit. It is not a good look. It's an embarrassing look.
0: Okay, so... Piper pulls them into the kitchen and they immediately reverse the body swap.
1: Yeah, it took like two immediately. seconds. Immediately. And they didn't even have to learn a lesson. They just had to make the potion again and be like, I want to be back at my own body. See, again, body swap episode, they should have had to learn a lesson. What's even happening? Wait, when they body swap later, they had to learn a lesson, remember? Yeah,
0: and Piper points it out. But the whole, the whole thing, the whole thing, and- And Paige is like, oh, my stomach hurts. What did you eat? And Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, I had a ton of Kung Pao chicken. And I'm like, okay, so you didn't just go to the herbalist shop on the date. You actually went and got food. So
1: apparently they went to dinner first and then went to the herbalist shop after. I just, why did you do any of that? Also, I mean, you talk about non-consensual use of someone's body. Is Paige a vegetarian?
0: I don't think she is.
1: Oh, she's not? Okay.
0: I mean, it would be in character for her, but I don't think she is
1: okay so that's okay
0: but yeah piper's like okay look we don't know how to do the dimensional jumping into limbo thing but your dad does right so i'm going to swap bodies with him and then when he's in my body he can just tell you how to get there which
1: that's a great solution i'm I'm, I'm all in favor of that solution and she does
0: it and Again James Hong, good actor, Holly Marie Combs, good actor. They do such a good job kind of aping each other's mannerisms and it's a little thing and I I, I know if this is this is such asking for so little, but I'm very happy that Holly Marie Combs did not put on an accent. Oh my
1: God, yes. because oh
0: God she is she is aping a lot of his mannerisms, but she's not doing an accent which good. Good.
1: So they switch bodies and down in limbo, uh, the Zen master who is now inhabited by Piper tries to pretend to be the Zen master for like three seconds. And then Daniel Day Kim's like, um, no, I wasn't born yesterday. I died yesterday, but I wasn't born yesterday. He's like, come on. I trained with the guy for
0: like 20 years. I obviously, what kind of idiot would immediately (laughs) figure out that they've that someone they've known for a really long time has body swapped with a relative stranger.
1: Right? Uh, and then he uses the dragon's blade to suck out Piper's soul. Because he's like, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Yeah. Which is fine, because that's...
0: Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, back at the manor, everyone's in the attic and they're like, Oh, oh, Yenlo's got the dragon blade, so... Yep. Piper's soul is probably not in your dad's body anymore.
1: And Piper, with the Zen Master soul in her body, is able to, like, instantly look through a puddle and see the- see into Limbo and see, like, the- the body of the Zen Master that is now, like, limp because the soul has been sucked out. Which means that the physical body is located in Limbo, which is fine. We saw the physical body get dragged into Limbo, but I guess that's how he managed to stay in Limbo and not get sucked into the Vortex, because he was there with his body the Yenlo, not not the zen master
0: i do really like this there's a bit between anling and uh the zen master Mm -hmm. where uh where she talks about you know oh now that you've opened the portal we can rescue you and he's like is that what you were trying to do you were trying to rescue me and she's like of course you know they have a healer they can they can heal you and he kind of just looks to the side and then like Oh, it's such a little piece of acting, but... it's
1: it's obvious to us, although not yet to the characters, that he is not going to allow himself to be healed because he has he has been killed. It's the natural order of things. I do. Eh. I I know. Eh. I know. I mean... Don't get me started on that. But Anling, who uh, has has picked up the vibe in this house faster than anyone else, is like, "All right, well, we're gonna go. Do- we're gonna jump through the puddle and go into limbo." And Leo, you should stay here because you are absolutely going to get in the way and get yourself killed if you come with us. And then who will heal us? Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's like, look, you. <laughs> the first thing you do is you go after the opposing team's white mage. Come on. Yep. Cleric, whatever. You take out the healer first. It's it's RPG Tactics 101. Come on.
1: So they all go to the Limbo Desert Place.
0: And... Ooh. They see Piper in the Zen Master's body, except not really. They see the Zen Master's limp-dead body, and the Zen Master's like, yeah, there's not a soul there, but look out behind you!
1: Yep, Yenlo does a does a flying jump leap behind them, and there's a fight, and then Piper's body gets kicked close enough to the vortex that she starts to get sucked in, and Enling has to go and grab onto Piper's body to keep Piper's body and her father's soul from getting sucked into the vortex, and then, Paige orbs the Dragon Blade over to herself without having to shout "Dragon Blade" because magical powers are amplified here in Limbo.
0: Okay, okay. Th- there's a dumb thing where they're like, "Oh my God, she called it!" You know, she she summoned it without ha- she summoned the Dragon Blade without having to call for it, but she pointed and she's like, "Look, look." Yenlo's belt, where the dragon blade was. So it's not like she summoned it apropos of nothing. Like she didn't say the name of the thing, but she was pointing at it, and she said the place where it was. Everyone, calm down.
1: <laughs> oh, then we get a fight sequence with Alyssa Milano and Daniel Day Kim on top of a rock to distract him. Well, Paige puts the Zen Master's soul or Piper's soul back into the Zen Master's body.
0: Yeah, she orbs it out of the blade and then puts it back into- This
1: was, again, very annoying to me because she's got the blade and she's like, what do I do? And Phoebe, who's in the middle of a fight, is like, pull the soul out of the blade with your orbing power. And she's like, oh, okay. And she does. And then she's like, now what do I do? And Phoebe's like, can you not put it in the bot- I'm in the middle of something, Paige.
0: And then the exact same scenario that happened with Cole happens again, where, <laughs> okay. So, okay,
1: no, no, it's not the same scenario.
0: Yeah, it is, because she twists her ankle and she falls down and she's like, ow, my ankle, I need a timeout, which is what happened.
1: Yeah, that's what, she, that's what happened with Cole, but when that happened with Cole, she was genuinely injured and asking her boyfriend for a timeout. When it happens here, she's faking. She's doing a fake out so that Daniel Day Kim will get close enough to her that she can stab him.
0: But she doesn't have the dragon blade.
1: But, but, Piper, but.
0: Paige, yeah, yeah, Paige goes, you know, she's like, wait, I'll orb the dragon blade to you, she said out loud in front of every.
1: Oh, okay. So I, I think we interpreted the scene differently then because I interpreted her taking something that happened to her that was a weakness when she was fighting with Cole and using it as a trick to trick Daniel Day Kim.
0: But, I mean, functionally nothing would have changed if she hadn't faked hurt her ankle.
1: Well, I mean, he got close enough to her that she could stab him with that teeny tiny blade.
0: He was getting close enough to her anyway so that he could kill, like, they were physically fighting.
1: Okay, I mean, I guess we just have a fun... I I interpreted that as Cole had told her at the beginning. He said, you can't show weakness to a demon. And her thought, even though he's not a demon, and her thought was... Oh, I will show weakness, he will get overconfident, he will come close enough to me that I can have the upper hand. Like, i that's, that is is how I interpret- maybe I'm being too generous, but that's how I interpreted the scene.
0: I mean, I don't really feel like there's enough- I, 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 I don't read it that way at all. It, it really does not- Also, why doesn't Paige just orb the knife into him? She orbed lamps into people earlier, like-
1: eh. doesn't matter. The upshot is he gets stabbed with the blade, now his soul gets sucked into it. And then Limbo becomes a paradise because Limbo was only ever bad because it was a reflection of his fear of death.
0: Yeah. If you accept death, then it's a super pretty place. And... Yep. And the Zen Master is To accept- die
1: would be an awfully big adventure.
0: Yep. And everyone's souls zoop back into their right body because the natural order of things has been reestablished. The Zen Master is going to go into the afterlife because she's ready now. Which... I mean, She does not seem ready. She does not seem ready at all, dude, but whatever.
1: I guess at some point you just got to jump in.
0: He goes into the portal to, you know, go to his next life. And Paige is like, so are we trapped here now? And, you know, the new Zen master. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I know how to do it now. I know I didn't know how to do it earlier in the episode, but now I've... Now that I have confidence in myself or whatever... I know how to do it. I'll just make the portal back home.
1: And that's what she does. And then we get a wrap-up scene in a park in San Francisco where everybody's all like...
0: It's it's weird because Phoebe's kind of nuzzling Leo. I don't get what that's about, but okay, whatever. I guess Alyssa Milano and Brian Cross were dating in real life.
1: I think what's going on there... Yeah, no, seriously, I think what's going on... Wait, hold on, we have to talk about this first. Sorry.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, we'll backtrack a little bit, as because,
1: okay, so now that she knows how to, now that apparently the news end master knows how to get them out of limbo, she takes all of their hands so that she can rise them all up to the clouds because we saw Yenlo do it. That's how you have to do it. So they all stand in a circle and join hands, and it's really weird because they all start going up, but like. Page is a full body length below them, and this is not commented on. I genuinely, I genuinely think that there was something wrong with Rose McGowan's harness, and that when they all started to rise, she didn't rise, and that they're physically pulling her body up by her arms.
0: Yeah, because everyone else is just, like, flying, and she's, like, being dragged behind everyone else.
1: Like, I, I, looking at this shot, I cannot see anything other than they genuinely, accidentally caused injury to, to Rose McGowan. I, I don't know that that's the case, but I'm looking at it. It's That's what my eyes are telling me happened. It,
0: like, thematically, I guess it works, but it also super does not feel intentional. No, no. So, so, so we cut from them leaving Limbo to them walking in a park... And Paige is acing the little pop quiz that Piper has sprung on her about herbs. She's, like,
1: pointing out all the herbs they pass and saying what they're used for, which I think is cool. And it's a nice thing to show that Piper is now actually teaching her by bringing her out into the world instead of, like, quizzing her from a book while wearing fake glasses that Piper doesn't actually wear.
0: Yeah. And... They they approached Leo and Phoebe who are nuzzling each other for some reason. It's really weird. I mean They're they're like they're sitting on a blanket in the park just waiting for Piper and Paige to come back, I guess. They're and,
1: cuddling way closer than brother in law and sister in law should be, but I think this is just because Alyssa Milano and Brian Krauss are fucking in real life at this point, and so it's just like that natural whatever.
0: Yeah. And Phoebe's like, so did your boss's son have fun on our date? And Paige's like, no, but it doesn't bother me because he was on a date with you and not me. And I'm like,
1: he says he, she says that he said that he broke up with her because she didn't seem comfortable in her own skin. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what happened. What happened was she was acting like, a lunatic, because she was in somebody else's body! Like, she didn't seem comfortable in her own skin. I get how that's like, ha ha ha, freeze frame. But, that is not what my eyes saw when I watched their date. She, it's like, no, he didn't want to go on a date with me anymore because I took him to an herbalist, told him I was gonna buy an aphrodisiac so we could fuck all night, and then freaked out and ran away. Like, that's <laughs> what happened! So yeah, then then
0: Cole, then Cole shimmers in the middle of this park, but yeah, whatever. whatever. And, uh, and Leo's like, Hey, Phoebe, look, it's your demon lover. And I'm like, what? That's a weird. Okay. Whatever.
1: He's like, wait, how do I know who you are? And she kisses him and he's like, Oh yeah. Paige. Page, Cause he's a dick. But I love him.
0: And she's like, What's our training schedule for today? And he's like, Our training schedule for today is two hours of straight up boning.
1: In Paris. I'm gonna shimmer us to Paris and we're gonna bone all day. Yeah. Um, I since I since I mentioned all of the other terrible things that she's been wearing all episode, I should say that in this scene, Phoebe is wearing a tight blue and white striped crop top and like a denim white maxi skirt. And I really like it. I think it's a really cute look. It
0: is a really cute look. And they shimmer off, which... Doesn't that mean they're going to be attacked by bounty hunters? or? Whatever? I mean, I know. It's never been a... Consi- <sighs> it's been a consistent-ish thing that sometimes they follow Cole when he uses his powers, but whatever. I guess the Underworld actually has a lot more stuff going on. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was less bounty hunting focus on Cole at this point.
1: I mean... Not to get all spoilery, but he's going to be possessed by the source soon anyway. Who cares?
0: <laughs> There's a bit which we kind of skipped over earlier where uh, they make a joke about you're dating Cole, not the source, which... but This episode, honestly, it was harder to talk about than I thought it was going to be just because this episode felt so unfinished. Like, they're the bones of a good episode here, but... No, I, I think there are a lot of yeah no, parallels. Yeah, no, I'm being unfair.
1: I'm being unfair. You're right, yes. But yeah. even the
0: body swap thing could have been... It could have been used to explore how much we don't actually know Paige at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, this would have been a really good opportunity to get to know Paige better. And... No. Yeah,
1: no. All, the, the only thing we see about Paige is... The weird thing that she eats lollipops which she doesn't that she doesn't want to learn magic which she does and that she's going out on a date with the boss's son who we never see again like ugh.
0: and the date has to go well for her career I, not okay yeah.
1: not okay but that is what happens and we are done with this episode
0: yeah ugh, that was a rough one
1: should we talk about our uh, segments?
0: Uh, yes, much like the Charmed Ones, we have our own power of three. We've been pretty upfront about the Premonitions, uh, who in this episode is, was, or will become famous. Obviously, James Hong, who you've seen from Stuff. Obviously, Daniel Day Kim, who you know from Lost or Angel.
1: Here's something fun. Mm-hmm. James Hong was in the original Hawaii 5 and Daniel Day Kim was in the remake of it. Oh,
0: huh. that is fun.
1: Also, uh, James Hong... I mean, yes, everywhere. He was, he's also, uh, he's Poe's dad in Kung Fu Panda. He's the father in that. Oh. Uh, as far as voice work, he also, he's done a lot of voice work. Yeah. And I mentioned before, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, Wayne's World 2. He's the, he's, uh. Yeah. What's-her-name's dad in Wayne's World 2. Um. His, his first role was when he was in uh, The New Adventures of Charlie Chan, which, again, weird race stuff happening there. And, of course, Dago, him Yes.
0: That'll take us to our second power. Time freeze. What specifically dated this episode? Okay, the whole thing did have a, you know, crash. We just
1: figured out how to do wire work. Let's do it all the time.
0: Yeah, the, it felt like a little... Maybe inspired by Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Also, Emerald references. That's a very specific time dated, you know, time dated thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got anything else?
1: Uh, no, I think that was my only time freeze.
0: And the third power in our pack, telekinesis. What if anything genuinely moved you this episode?
1: Again, I think we've telegraphed this. It's got to be Holly Marie Combs talking about Prue's death with Endling because. Woo!
0: Well, my thing is also it, yes, it's also a Holly Marie Combs thing, but it's it's the bit where the Zen Masters in her body and mm-hmm. uh and he asks Ling, you know, you're coming to rescue me, and she's like, yeah, yes, of course I'm coming to rescue you. And there's uh, I, honestly all of this stuff with the two of them in each other's bodies is is good.
1: Which is such a contrast to hey, don't we have a secret power?
0: We do, we do. Uh, our secret power, as as you said, Prue may be dead, but astral projection is still here. What was so cringeworthy it made you want to leave your body?
1: Jesus Christ, it's so hard to pick a particular moment, but it would have to be literally every second where Alyssa Milano was pretending to be Paige.
0: Painful.
1: Oh my God, Painful. so bad. I mean, and
0: and let's be clear, a lot of the Paige, you know, a, a lot of the Rose McGowan trying to be Phoebe stuff. Like, she does a fine job, but the writing around it is so... Like, Okay, her... so when
1: they first come into the house and Endling is there, um, Phoebe, Alyssa Milano, goes... Does this little baby wave and goes, Hi, I'm Paige. I mean... I'm Paige's big sister, Phoebe. Oh my God. Let me out of my body. That was so bad.
0: I'm mostly thinking about the date with the boss's son where the, like the acting is fine, but the, the writing, the fact that she kept on being like, Oh, is that what Paige, you know, is that what Paige does at the office? Oh, that's me. I'm Paige. I mean,
1: Oh my God. The whole thing.
0: I'm like, Oh my God. It's, but yeah, yeah. The, (sighs) All right, so uh, what's the next episode we got?
1: So coming up next, we have Size Matters. And the description on Peacock is, Phoebe falls into the clutches of a demon after failing to heed Paige's warning.
0: Oh, is this the episode with the guy who, like, makes women into little figurines? It is. I'm not going to say this is the first fetish episode, but this definitely feels like one of the more obviously a fetish episodes
1: i mean it's a fetish episode is it the first i feel like we've already had some i could be wrong about that wait i'm sorry do you not remember Paige's breast last episode
0: yes it just it feels like we are starting to get more and more of the explicitly a fetish episodes
1: yeah i think that's accurate but i think that's gonna do it for this week
0: yeah i think that'll about do it
1: our show is partially listener-supported. If you want to be one of the supporters, you should head over to our website, www.welcometotelevision.net, and click on our Patreon link. We'd like to thank our current $5 and above patrons, Beryl, Patricia, Rosa, Ryan, Maricruz, Benjamin, Kate, Jen, and Dan.
0: If you'd like to support the show in other ways, you could always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show.
1: We could also be contacted at... I Love Television Zines at Gmail, or on Twitter at I Love TV Zines.
0: So until next time, I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And this has been Welcome to the Hollable Manor.